This is the DCN Weekly, the regular roundup of Australia's maritime and logistics news. This episode is for the week ending the 4th of August, 2023. I'm DCN editor Ian Ackerman. In the news this week, a ballot for protected industrial action filed by the Australian Maritime Officers Union received unanimous support from the union's members who work for Poseidon Sea Pilots in Brisbane. The vote means marine pilots employed by PSP are free to launch industrial action at the port. However, as of Friday afternoon, the union has given no notices of industrial action and negotiations are ongoing. The AMOU filed a ballot order application with the Fair Work Commission on the 22nd of June after a period of slow-moving enterprise agreement negotiations with PSP. The Commission approved the ballot, which initiated a 30-day voting period, which concluded this past week. The industrial action that the workers approved includes bans on driving company vehicles for 24 hours, bans on overtime work, and bans on the performance of more than one pilot job between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. for an indefinite period. Also included were bans on the performance of work when a pilot's boarding time is changed within 12 hours of their original scheduled boarding time, and also proposed was an unlimited number of bans on the training of pilots for an indefinite period period. Meetings are ongoing between the AMOU and the employer as I record this on Friday afternoon, but DCN understands both sides went into the negotiations today with a positive outlook. Have a look at our website, thedcn.com.au, for up-to-date information on this story. Also in the news this past week, the Roro vessel Fremantle Highway caught fire on the 25th of July as it was underway off the coast of the Netherlands. One seafarer died in the blaze and several other crew members were reported injured. The fire was extinguished on Wednesday this week and as of Friday it is alongside the Dutch port of Eemshaven. Media reports indicate there were more than 3,700 cars on board, uh, including nearly 500 electric vehicles. Investigation into the cause of the fire are ongoing. And also in the news this week, Maritime New Zealand detained the bulk carrier Achilles Bulker after it lost its rudder while departing the port of Tauranga on the 24th of July, carrying logs bound for China. After the rudder fell off the ship during the outbound pilotage, the vessel dropped anchor and was later assisted by tugs to a safe anchorage. Divers recovered the rudder and brought it ashore. As of Friday afternoon, the ship is still anchored off the port of Tauranga. Maritime NZ said the vessel would need to be towed to a dry dock for repairs, and the authority is working with the port and regional authorities on arrangements to bring the vessel back into port to remove the cargo of logs before it can be towed. And also, the Western Australian government and a South Korean renewable energy consortium have commenced negotiations to build a green ammonia plant near Geraldton. The site of the proposed facility is 12 kilometres southeast of the town and is connected to Geraldton Port via road and rail infrastructure. The plant is to produce up to 1 million tonnes of green ammonia every year, and if it goes ahead, first shipments to South Korea are expected in 2027. And finally, the Australian government on Monday announced Adam Kopp as the new Chief Executive Officer of Infrastructure Australia. Mr Kopp has been acting in the role since the 1st of August last year and will now be in the CEO role for a three-year term. 
He has more than 15 years of experience in government, holding a range of policy, strategy and engagement roles across several areas. Infrastructure Australia is an independent body that conducts research and advises government and industry on issues relating to infrastructure. And that's all for the top stories for the week ending on the 4th of August. For more on these stories and for more up-to-date maritime news, head to thedcn.com.au. Thanks for listening. 